This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Welcome back to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. Thanks again for being a part of this edition of 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. Cam Edwards, your host. Hope that you are officially now having a good summer now that we have moved into the summer months. So it was a, I said last week was a crazy week for me, which is one of the reasons why the other podcast was a little delayed. One of the things that I had to do, I had jury duty last week for the first time since, well, I this, I think that might actually be the first time I've ever been called for jury duty. Uh, there might have been one time in Oklahoma City when I was called. I don't, but I don't think so. I think this was the first time. So uh, I had jury duty last week. Uh, got to the courthouse bright and early. I uh, was there in plenty of time. You go in. You sit down. Uh, you make small talk with the other folks in the jury pool. The, uh, the court clerk comes in and says, okay, chances are nothing's going to happen. This is probably going to be uh, uh, plea bargained out, and you'll be free to go. But uh, until we know for sure, uh, you got to stay here. And if, if your case is similar to my case, then a few minutes more go by, and then you get called into the courtroom. Uh, and then you get taken out of the courtroom again because there's a hearing uh, that you can't listen to. And then you get shuffled back into the courtroom, and then you're told, okay, you're free to go. Uh, in this case, there was not a plea bargain. There was a continuance. And so uh, so we were done. That was my jury duty experience. I, I do have to go back uh, later in the year for another round of jury duty. I don't know how common that is in uh, big metropolitan areas, but I think in uh, smaller communities around the country uh, you, where you don't have uh, court every single day, maybe you do get called more than once. So I'll be going back for, for jury duty again next month. And I was... Uh, you know, I, I didn't mind going. Obviously, it was a crazy week in terms of uh, my day job, and I was a little worried about having to miss some of my day job. But at the same time, you know, we obviously cover on NRA News Cam and Company every day uh, stories from the criminal justice system. We have a segment called The Deal of the Day where we are talking about uh, individuals who got sweetheart deal after sweetheart deal, and now they are accused of or have been convicted of uh, very serious crimes. And often these are individuals who should have been behind bars. If they had not gotten their sweetheart deals, they would have been. Or uh, even if they did get, let's say, a what we would think on paper would be a pretty stiff sentence, let's say a 10-year sentence. A 10-year sentence does not turn out to be a 10-year sentence. A 10-year sentence can be a 5-year sentence. A 10-year sentence can be a 4 year sentence or even a three-year sentence. Uh, And so you've got individuals who are sentenced to a lot of time, but they don't actually do a lot of time behind bars. So I, I, you know, given that we talk about the criminal justice system, uh, I was absolutely not adverse to uh, being a a quote-unquote justice-involved individual, uh, not in the criminal sense of the word, but in the juror sense of the word, to get an uh, up-close, firsthand look at uh, what a typical trial uh, is going to be like. So I might get that opportunity 
uh, next month. If, if you have any uh, jury duty stories, too, by the way, I'd, I'd love to hear them. Uh, I, like I said, this was I've been to longer uh, dentists' visits than than this jury duty. I have to say, it was it was easy peasy in and out, but uh, I, I didn't really feel like we were a part of the uh, criminal justice system. A couple of days after uh, jury duty, I ran into a law enforcement officer uh, while I was out at dinner, and uh, we were talking. and I, I wanted to ask him about the case, but I I, I don't know if he's if he can tell me anything about the case. And he actually was um, asking me questions. <laughs> so I didn't even really get a chance to ask about, like, well, so what's going on with this case? Because he wanted to know what's going on in D.C. What's going on with uh, gun control? What 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 are they going to do? What are they going to try to do? Um, here is, a again, a law enforcement officer. He spent his uh, career in law enforcement. And uh, he has no interest whatsoever in uh, banning any firearms. He has no interest uh, whatsoever in, uh, quote-unquote, universal background checks and trying to enforce those laws. And I, I was curious because I didn't know where he would fall on the, uh, the, the quote-unquote, no-fly, no-buy bill. Uh, you know, the legislation that says if you're on the no-fly list, then you can't buy a gun. Uh, he's opposed to that as well. And again, for the same reasons that you hear not just gun owners— uh, and NRA members opposed to this, but uh, ACLU members, uh, members of CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations. Uh, there are concerns across the political spectrum uh, about that legislation from a civil liberties standpoint. And I was pleased that uh, my friend in law enforcement uh, echoed those same concerns because we certainly haven't seen the media uh, echo those concerns. Now, you will see, I, you know, I, I, I take that back, actually, because there have been members of the media who have talked about this and who have talked about their objections, uh, but they're ignored. They're ignored by their fellow, uh, quote unquote, progressives. You had Kevin Drum of Mother Jones magazine write a, a column, very, you know, sort of clickbait for the left. Uh, said, uh, you know, gee, thanks, Democrats. You've now gotten me to stand with the NRA for the first time in my life. And it was like crickets on the left. Nobody wanted to talk about the objections that Kevin Drum had raised. I did a Google News search last week uh, while the uh, House Democrats were uh, calling for uh, gun control votes. And... The phrase NRA, no fly, returned something like 114,000 results. The phrase ACLU, no fly, returned like 11,000 results. There was a 10 to 1 difference in the number of news stories that, uh, that, that talked about the NRA's objection to this legislation uh, compared to the ACLU's objection to this legislation. And I thought that was really astounding. Um, the good news is that I think there are more Americans who are not simply relying on uh, network news or even cable news to get their their information. The bad news is that there is so much misinformation out there. There is there is such a strong push for a narrative, and it's coming not just from cable news or network news. It's coming online. It's coming from celebrities. 
Uh, people who may not even pay much attention to news at all, but they're following their latest celebrity on Instagram uh, are getting a lot of bad information. And I am worried about that effect. I'll be honest with you. I really am. But I, I also have to point out that I haven't seen anybody. I've not talked with anybody. Maybe maybe they're just not coming to me. Maybe they're just not, you know, they think, ah, he's, he's a lost cause. But I've not had anybody come to me and say, you know what, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. I used to feel this way. Now I feel this way. I, I used to be very pro-gun. I used to be pro-Second Amendment. But you know what, man, we need some gun control laws. I've not heard that. Now, I have, over the past few days, uh, noticed uh, something different taking place. So uh, there's a gas station slash uh, uh, barbecue stand slash uh, gun store uh, outside of Farmville. It's a great spot. And uh, they hold concealed carry courses. And they've been full. I was talking to uh, the owners last week. I said, are you, gonna, are, are you all going to be running a, another course here soon? They said, well, probably not until the fall. Uh, because where they do it, it's not uh, air-conditioned. It's not uh, heated. It's sort of a back room. I mean, it's very, very basic. But they do it because there's demand. Uh, but they said it just gets so hot back there that we're going to have to wait until the fall. But the demand hasn't died down. Uh, then I was uh, in Midlothian. Actually, it was in Powhatan. Uh, Virginia, uh, on my way to uh, Midlothian over the weekend, a uh, Richmond suburb. Uh, Powhatan, by the way, is the town and the community in Virginia that uh, beat back Bloomberg in our latest uh, state elections, which was 2015. Last year, Bloomberg wanted to flip the Virginia uh, legislature, specifically the Senate, wanted to turn the Senate uh, anti-gun, and he spent millions of dollars on a couple of races in Virginia. One of them was in Powhatan, or one of them, uh, Powhatan, was part of the district, the Senate district. And it was the turnout by pro-gun uh, individuals in Powhatan that uh, allowed that seat to stay uh, pro-gun and pro-Second Amendment. So I was in Powhatan. There's a great donut shop in uh, Powhatan. It's called the Sweet Shop Donuts Cafe. It is... Their donuts are so good. Uh, I, every, I'm not I'm not in Powhatan all that often, but every time I drive through, I have to stop. I have to stop. So this was like 5.30 on a Saturday afternoon. The donuts had been sitting there all day. I didn't care. They were still good. I, I still brought home a dozen for the uh, family. They have this maple bacon blueberry donut. Oh, blueberry donut with like a maple glaze and then crumbled bacon bits. Anyway, I digress. The important part of this story is not how wonderful the donuts are there at uh, at the shop. Um, the cool thing was that they were holding a concealed carry class at the Sweet Shop Donuts Cafe. They're in Powhatan. They're holding a concealed carry course. Uh, it was held a couple of weeks ago. Again, apparently very well attended. Um, so locally, what what I'm seeing, I haven't seen anybody turning their guns. I haven't seen anybody. I've, I've heard no stories of people, you know, uh, uh, calling the Richmond Police Department or calling the uh, town of Farmville saying, hey, you know what? I want to I, I want to turn over my guns. I've had a change of heart here. No. What I'm seeing again are Americans saying, hey, you know what? I want to be able to protect myself. I want to be able to defend myself. Uh, one of the other stories that we've been covering at NRA News Cam and Company, you can listen live 2 to 5 Eastern 
uh, weekdays on nranews.com and then on demand all the time at uh, iHeartRadio or on uh, iTunes. Uh, we also are now on Apple TV, uh, Google Chromecast, and, and more. Uh, Roku, we've got a uh, NRA News Roku channel. We've been talking with a guy down uh, in uh, Harris County, Texas. Uh, it's not in Houston proper, but it's it's outside of Houston. Uh, Shiloh shooting. And uh, right after the attack in Orlando, uh, the owner there at Shiloh shooting was talking with one of the, the regulars who's a, a gay guy. And they were talking about, well, maybe we should offer a, a, a concealed carry course free uh, to anybody in the LGBT community who wants to, to take it. Can you uh, see if you have any you know friends who'd be interested? That's sort of how it started. And then one of the um, news stations in Houston was contacted and said, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll go out and do a story on this. I mean, again, they, they love stories like this. So they, they went out and they did a story. It aired, I think, on the 5 o'clock news. So it wasn't even the 10 o'clock news. Uh, we talked to Sean from Shiloh shooting the uh, two days later. So it had been less than a little bit less than 48 hours. They had filled. He said they were they were hoping to fill up two classes. They had filled up eight when we talked to them uh, and they were working on the ninth and they filled up the ninth that that same day. We uh, we, we talked to him a few days later and they can't even keep track now of, of how many people have called in, have emailed, uh, wanting more information. Can I sign up? And they are committed to doing this. Uh, for anybody who wants it, they are committed. They've already started holding the, the classes. And the response has been amazing. So this is something else that I'm curious. If you will send me an email, let me know what's going on, where you are. What are you seeing? Are you seeing a change in attitudes? Are you seeing people say, you know what? I used to be a Second Amendment supporter, but no more, man. I, I We got to give up our rights. This is ridiculous. Have you seen people say, yeah, do process, do schmasses. Let's get rid of the Bill of Rights. It's, it's, it's old. It's outdated. It's problematic. It's not. It's hurting. It's not helping us. Have you heard anybody say that? Have you heard anybody uh, change their mind based on the full court press that we have seen from media, entertainment, and politics uh, launched against, again, not just our right to keep and bear arms, but as we've seen, uh, the right of due process as well, and really the Bill of Rights, I think, uh, more generally. Have you seen any evidence? Have, do you know anybody who has been swayed uh, and has changed their position Based on that full court press, I would love to hear from you. The email address again, 40acrefool at gmail.com, 40acrefool at gmail.com. And if the answer is no, I, want, I would love to hear that too. But I'd also, uh, have you noticed, in that case, have you noticed things like what I just mentioned? Uh, concealed carry courses popping up uh, in your community. Uh, an increased interest in things like self-defense. I would love to hear what's going on uh, as far as the, uh, the, the, the minds of your neighbor's uh, and your coworkers and the people in your community, I'd love to hear uh, how this uh, uh, rekindled argument is is playing out outside of the Beltway. And frankly, I don't think again we can expect the media or politicians or uh, the entertainment world to to really uh, tell us, unless of course they're talking about what's going on in in Hollywood or Midtown Manhattan. Those are the only two locations outside of the Beltway that they seem to be 
concerned about. All right, we're going to step away for just a moment or two. When we return, we've got some of your emails to get to. The email address again, 40acrefool at gmail.com, 40acrefool at gmail.com. Stick around. We will be back with more right after this. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. 